This is the plaintiff, Hive Master Ethan. He claims Spider-Man 3 is the weakest of the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy and an overall terrible movie. He's suing for it to be remembered as such. This is the defendant, Dave His House Mellow. He says that not only is the defendant wrong, but that Spider-Man 3 was awesome. He's looking to set the record straight. What you are listening to is real. The participants are not voice actors. They are actual nerds with real cases. They have agreed to have their disputes settled here in our forum, the Culture Court. All rise for the Honorable Judge Curtis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Culture Court, where we put pop culture on trial. Today, we have before us the case of Spider-Man 3, the third film in the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. It starred Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, a few other people, <laughs> Thomas Aiden Church as Sandman, James Franco as Goblin. It was a real interesting movie. Um, I'm your judge this week, Curtis. And today here we have the defendant of Spider-Man 3, Dave Hitzelmello. How are you today, Dave? Dave. Dave. Uh, Dave, I see you have actually brought Spider-Man with you to the court today. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to uh, bring him out of uh, the, the grave uh, after Tom Holland buried him. Thank you. Uh, it's nice to see the Spider-Man here, here present. Uh, the prosecutor today, here he is in his uh, very sharp suit, is Hype Master Ethan. How are you today, Ethan? Hello. Uh, I'm all right. I'm ready to uh, absolutely put Spider-Man 3 to bed. All right. Now, for the defendant and prosecutor, anybody here in the jury, uh, what we do is each the prosecutor and the defense will be able to make three points. And each will be able to counter each point after the person is done making their point. And afterwards, I'll evaluate both arguments and we'll decide if the uh, Spider-Man 3 is one of the best superhero movies of all time or if it deserves to be left in a trash pile. So let's start first with the defendant, Dave, his house mellow, Dave. Why don't you tell us your first point on why you think Spider-Man 3 is underrated? Spider-Man 3 is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. And it's largely because when you think about some of the great superhero movies that led to the to the popularity of the genre that we have today, we wouldn't have the movies that we do if it wasn't for the Raimi trilogy now. I have seen a lot of people say that The Dark Knight is probably the best superhero movie. I disagree, but there are some who will put Spider-Man 2 above it as the most influential superhero movie. Now, any trilogy that has a movie like Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man, which are often regarded as superhero movies of high art, you have to have a movie. If you're going to end the trilogy, it has to be impactful. And Spider-Man 3 is one of the greatest because it helps bring an end to one of the great superhero trilogies of all time. And it does so just masterfully. It brings, it ties in all of the knowledge that we have gained about Peter Parker and his relationships with his friends and with his family and with his adversaries. It all culminates into this beautiful moment when 
I know we're, we can probably go spoilers on this, but when Harry dies and it really shows the growth of all the characters involved in that last shot of the him and MJ dancing slowly. It's just, it's poetic. It's so beautiful and it is absolute art in the sense that we came on a journey with Tobey Maguire, with everyone. And we brought this journey to an end. We had some laughs along the way and a lot of things changed, but it brought an end to one of the great superhero trilogies. And to do that with the two movies that preceded it is a feat in and of itself. All right. Well, prosecutor, Ethan, what do you have to, Mm. do you have any counter for this? Uh, I do. Uh, I would like to say that not only is it is Spider-Man three, the worst of the trilogy, being an absolute disappointment, having to follow up, truthfully, one of the greatest movies in the superhero genre, Spider-Man 2. It killed the Spider-Man franchise until the Amazing Spider-Man series came along. Now, that, those movies aren't on trial today, obviously. But I would just like to say that Spider-Man 3 really was a letdown on all accounts and it stifled the growth of the franchise for years to come. All right. All right. Uh, So uh, that was your counter. You ready to make your first point? Yes. Yes. I'd like to make my, my first point. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Uh, My first point here is on a smaller note, but you mentioned things that affect Peter's character and relationship. And what affects him more than his love for Mary Jane, a character that's been with him throughout the entire franchise. Mary Jane's character came to a point in Spider-Man 3 where she was just the worst. Firstly, We had to endure her acting career, which was ultimately pointless. Next, we had to deal with the idea of proposal to her. And then the cheating and the lies and the betrayal that her character ultimately came to. And it just ended up being a worthless uh, character that, that really did not need to come to this point and that's mm. on the faults of the writing mm. okay okay uh defendant dave do you have any anything to say about this any any counterpoint to be made a lot of people point to the worst part of spider-man 3 as when he is infected with the symbiote and he loses sight of himself and what keeps him grounded through all of that through all of the turmoil and all of the struggle is MJ. She's the heart of the movie. She's the heart of the whole trilogy. There can be, there can be no Peter Parker Mm. without Mary Jane Watson. Kirsten Dunst plays it perfectly. She is the heart of the movie and maybe she doesn't affect the story too much, but you can't have the movie without her. She gives it its resonance. Mm, okay. 
So would you argue that uh, she's so you're, what you're saying is that she's ultimately the one that grounds Peter and gets him back into being in the uh, state that he needs to be in? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Uh, and uh, Defendant Dave, are you ready with your second point to be made here? Yes, I am. Okay. Whenever you're so, ready. So, in today's culture, we are now 12 years past the release of Spider-Man 3, and the culture has shifted. Internet culture is bigger than it's ever been. We live in a culture of memes, of references, and where movies like Spider-Man 3 will never die because one of the true evaluators of a movie's legacy is its meme ability. And Spider-Man 3, I'm not going to pretend like it's the greatest movie of all time, like it's the greatest superhero movie of all time even, because there are a lot of jokes to be had. Maybe you can fix your damn door would be one. Or Harry smiling and saying, hmm, so good. Even Peter Parker dancing. These are all great moments that have been memed and can live on in the culture forever. They have given eternal life to Tobey Maguire and to Spider-Man. When they announced that they were going to be rebooting Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there were many people clamoring for Tobey Maguire's return. He was even considered to be part of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a movie which itself makes many memes about Spider-Man 3. And to be quite honest, we would be lost without these memes. Think about it. How popular would Stranger Things, arguably the most popular show on Netflix, be without the memes? Same goes for Spongebob. There's a whole meme website dedicated to Spongebob memes. Literally every frame of Spongebob can be a meme, and it has lived on in the culture because of that. Spider-Man 3 has been given this treatment and it not only becomes a great movie, but it this helps it become iconic. Okay. Uh, now, Prosecutor Ethan, are you ready with a counter or do you have a counter to this? Uh, of course I have a counter to Ooh. this. Now, the defense here will have you assume that if a meme is made of something, it's automatically made out to be memorable. And good but what about all the memes we've forgotten about just because they were shitty just because they were bad memes do you remember surgery on a grape no you don't because it was a bad meme objection now, oh Ooh, okay i i do remember surgery on a grape for all the wrong reasons i'm sure now as if i may continue or unless you'd like to approach the bench or any for any reason. Objection overruled. I do not Fuck. remember this meme, so I'm gonna say that it's not memorable. Shit. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, memes can be bad. Memes can be forgotten. And in this case, the memes in Spider-Man Three, I will more closely look at the uh, point two. The emo peter parker the dancing as my uh, frame of reference here this is only remembered mainly because of its ridiculousness and its contrasting attitude towards the rest of the franchise i mm. I, I rest my okay okay my argument there okay uh are you ready with your second point yes 
All right. I am. Okay. Now, there have been multiple strange decisions, to say the least, throughout Spider-Man 3's lengthy runtime, some of which being the very odd casting of Topher Grace as Venom, Venom in general, and his portrayal, um, the revisitation of Uncle Ben's death, which is a cardinal sin amongst the Spider-Man mythos, is that you don't revisit Uncle Ben and the tragedy of his murder. Once he's dead, he stays dead, and it's left at that. The same rule goes for Peter's parents. Mm. Uh, there is the very strange butler scene with Harry. There is the... Excuse me, I'm looking through my paperwork here. There is uh, the the romantic interest in the in the uh, Mister Mister uh, Where's My Rent daughter. Mm. Yes, and he brings Peter cookies. And there are just so many strange choices throughout this entire franchise that it bubble it, it it boggles my mind as to why some were made. And it really does point to um, the the executive producer, Ari Arad, and his forced implementation of Venom, amongst other things. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, Sorry, the... Avi Arad. Avi Arad. We want to respect the man known as Avi Absolutely. Arad. Absolutely. No. In the court of court of culture. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Defendant Dave, do you have a uh, counter to this? I have nothing to say except Topher Grace is a better Venom than Tom Hardy. I respect I respect this argument. Okay. Okay. I have to respect it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Defendant Dave, are you ready with your final point? Yes, I am. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Spider-Man 3. What can be said about Spider-Man 3? We look at movies today the way we treat superhero movies. Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, arguably could be, depending on how you view some of the earlier superhero movies, the first multiverse movie for superheroes. Spider-Man Far From Home. A gallivanting trip across Europe for our beloved Peter Parker. So much has evolved about Spider-Man culture over the years, where now it's not even crazy to see him on a different planet, fighting with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who could have imagined this when Spider-Man 3 came out? But none of it, none of it really matters, because Spider-Man 3 is everything you could ever need. You don't need Europe. You don't need multiverse. You don't need Spider-Ham. You just need Spider-Man 3. It's... A giver. It cares. You ask it to pass you a fork and it gives you a whole piece of cake instead. Because because that's just it's what it's what you really want in the moment. Now, when you think about other Spider Man movies, like Andrew Garfield's, think about how terrible those were. They couldn't even get to a third movie. That's how high the bar set by Spider-Man 3 was, and honestly, rebooting it was a mistake. 
Tobey Maguire, better than Andrew Garfield ever had a dream of being. And Tom Holland can't even compare until he drops that impression of Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. We're talking about Spider-Man 3. It is... Think about how bad Hitler was. I think we could all agree that Hitler was pretty bad. And if you think about the opposite of Hitler... Ten second warning. And if you made that into a person, it would be Spider-Man 3. It's a shaman. Okay. Now. Okay. Uh, Prosecutor Ethan, do you have anything to say about this? Uh, yeah. Yes, I yes I do, Your Honor. Okay, whenever you're ready. Now, as the defense babbled on there about Hitler, and objection. That's just that's just rude. Uh, retract. Subsidiary. Retract. Yes. Retracted. Um, as the defense mentioned, movies do need to change and diversify themselves so that they're not repetitive. But what Spider-Man 3 tried to turn into, ultimately, was a multitude of overcrowding with villains and soap operas. Mm. Okay. All right. And, Prosecutor Ethan, do you, are you ready for your final point? Uh, I am, Your Honor. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Now... A movie cannot be successful if the heads behind it don't even believe in its success. Now, we all regard Spider-Man 1 and 2 as being fantastic movies, mainly because of Sam Raimi's direction. Now, what would, I, what would you think if even Sam Raimi himself, the genius behind these two movies, didn't even like spider-man 3 there have been recordings and sayings and quote he says it's a movie that just doesn't work very well i tried to make it work but i didn't really believe in all the characters so that couldn't be hidden from the people who love spider-man and in a uh interview with known uh uh, interviewer Chris Hardwick, Raimi says, but directors don't like to talk bad about their films. Hardwick responds, I don't think that bad is the right word. Raimi then cuts in by saying, awful. Now, how can you support a movie if the mastermind behind the first two doesn't even support it? Mm. And I rest my case there. Okay. Now, Defendant Dave, do you, this is your final counter here. Are you? Are you? Do you have a counter for this? It's literally, I mean, I just won. Basically, that's a literally insane argument. Okay. Well, you've both rested your cases. It's now time for a verdict. So, uh, Dave, I do not agree with you that MJ is the heart of the film. Uh, while I can see where you're coming from with regards to her being the anchor to which Peter returns back to his normal state, I don't agree that it's as effective as you made your argument to say. Uh, I, I also disagree. Oh, well, 
take that to the bank. Uh, <laughs> I also agree or disagree with uh, you, Dave, and agree with uh, Ethan that memes are not an indicator of quality of a film. Uh, memes are independent of the film. They are a response to the film, but they are not in any way an indicator of the film's quality itself. Let um, the court stenographer read back my remarks about how it makes the movie iconic. Okay. You will see that I have not perjured myself. Okay. Uh, I disagree with you, Ethan, about the questionable decisions of it being Avi Arad. I, agree, I would say that it's more of an indicator of the era of which the superhero movies were made. You can look to questionable results from various films. We're talking about Ghost Rider, uh, the Ang Lee Hulk film. There are many, many movies mm-hmm. which is questionable decisions. Avi Arad may play a factor, but he is not the only factor. There are many terrible movies around this time period, so I don't agree that it's necessarily Avi Arad's uh, factoring, but I don't think he helped either. Uh, I do agree with Dave about the simplicity of Spider-Man 3. I think it works in the film's favor that it keeps the story honed in on Peter Parker and Spider-Man. It gets a little unfocused with all the villains, but it does largely keep it focused in on spider-man's uh, core uh universe there um i also do agree that toby mcguire is a better spider-man than andrew garfield uh ethan i do i mean it's hard not to dispute that sam raimi didn't like spider-man 3 he has said this in multiple interviews so you're there's there's no way that that can be disputed so with all this said i'm going to have to side with the prosecutor in this case, Ethan. Uh, Shit. Defendant Thank you, Dave, Your Honor. You're going to have to um, pay out uh, the prosecution with the amount of $100 million worth of memes uh, subject to uh, approval of the court. Um, and yes, this has been the episode of Culture Court. I hope you all enjoyed Fuck. it. Fuck. <laughs> I will hold you in contempt. This is just, uh, Your Honor, this is just unprofessionalism. And I recognize that I said he was babbling, but I mean, come on, I mean, have I him s- bored. I saw a bottle of vodka behind the desk, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, so Dig on this! <laughs> we will see you all for the next episode of Culture Court. Thank you for your time, and you can find out more of Culture Court on 3AngryNerds.com along with other Three Angry Nerds content. Hope you enjoyed. Let us know at mailbag at threeangrynerds.com what you think. Bye for now. I will be vindicated.